Cabin in the Woods. It's been I real. actually like that one. Yeah, I do too. I love Cabin. Cabin in the Woods and As Above, So Below. It took someone too. explaining it to me once I started to learn of like the dark, like even like Scream, like not yeah. knowing that Scream was that and stuff. Like uh, those movies got a thousand times better to me when I realized that like this is like real art. Like someone, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is though. Like it takes a lot to like. Mm-hmm. Behind the mask and, with Leslie. Um, yeah, like Vernon. it's stuff that like you don't really like. You have to. You have to kind of like like if you first watch Behind the Mask, like people probably are like, "This is fucking stupid." And I love like, that the first time. No, I did too. Oh, okay. But that's because we like that stuff. But I mean, yeah. like the best part of A Cabin in the Woods is when he just yells at the screen at the little girls. He's like, "Fuck you, yeah. fuck you," <laughs> because like if you view it out of context, yeah, you're like, "What is, is this happening? movie?" didn't look up what 20 means 20 20 it's episode 20 20 that seems significant maybe we should have threw a little party yeah Woo! you kind of did you got a i got frosty a frosty <laughs> okay 20 um has infinite potential when it comes to relationships mm. uh there's a strong need to learn patience we do need to That's I was gonna say about your podcast. <laughs> Be patient. It symbolizes a cycle of completeness. Again. Does every number just mean the end of something? I think so. <laughs> it's often connected to periods of waiting, labor, or suffering. So that's if you've been going through some shit, <laughs> it's <is> ending <laughs> when you listen to twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's episode... That's not episode 20. That's number <laughs> that's, 20. And that's episode 20. <laughs> I do that every time. <laughs> so, today, on episode 20, we are doing haunted objects. 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 I always, like, question it. I'm like... <laughs> I think that's what we're doing. Did I remember this right? What if we both came to the table with two completely different stories? <laughs> today we're doing... Um, you guys... <laughs> Name your own episode. So there is no theme here. We're it's just themeless. That's a theme. Yeah. Disasters. Yeah. Uh, that's our theme every week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's just the description of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I love this haunted bunk beds. Mm-hmm. They're real. Honestly, and they're when I was fun. searching for haunted objects, I was like, Yeah, it kept coming up. Yeah. It's a good one. The Tallman House bunk beds so i'm guessing you didn't read about them no good <laughs> scrolled past you're like, oh. i kept my eyes closed i was like <laughs> <laughs> roulette you're like where am yeah. i gonna land <laughs> all right so the story has been featured in unsolved mysteries and mm-hmm. in a book by michael norman and beth scott they link the hauntings to the property being on or near a former native american burial ground hmm. right. the story has been compared to amityville Really? Yes, which I thought was very interesting because, like, I don't remember any bunk beds in Amityville. But... <laughs> well, they weren't that cool. That's why they said compared to not the same as. Um, they say because it kind of just came out of nowhere, like right. it just started when the family moved in. Wow. So, the Tallmans, who are Alan, Debbie, and their three children, which their names weren't published, so I just went with one of the sites was Danny Seven, Marianne Two, and Sarah One. Mm-hmm. Prior to moving into the home, they had no history of being haunted. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Yeah. Those are what make me the most skeptical, though. Really? I like, would think that that would make you the most skeptical, or the, the least skeptical. skeptical. Well, I think for me, it's like, well, okay, because typically, like you said, like Amityville, it didn't happen to anyone else before yeah. in the house either. Okay, that, I guess, if so it then didn't it's happen like, in the house, but the people. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, I was thinking more of, like, the house, house like, yeah. how they said it didn't happen at all, nobody was ever haunted, and then all of a sudden, these guys move in. <laughs> it's haunted! It's set up. You must have done something to piss yeah, them piss somebody off. off. That'd be my dad. He'd be like, well, let's just tear this wall down, and the ghosts are like, oh, no, I, I don't think so. Well, did you ever watch A Haunting, the TV show? Yes. Yeah. Probably. There was an episode where... They, like, literally tore out a closet wall, and it, like, released all these spirits of, like, children, and, like, this really malicious spirit, like, nothing happened until they tore down that wall, and they found another room in the house, so, like, oh, this is But that usually fun. happens with, like, change. Yeah, like... so, like, maybe the Amityville, they changed something, and just be like, yeah. no, we didn't do anything, and then you suddenly you did do something. <laughs> all right, so, early February... 1987, Alan and Debbie, plus the bunk bed, it could have been haunting other people. The bunk bed? The bunk bed, because it's a haunted bunk bed. It's not the house that's haunted, it's the bunk bed. So was the bunk bed in the house before? No. Oh, okay, I thought you were, okay. No. I thought that's where we were going. Okay. No, so Alan and, well, then who, just definitely leaves, the bunk bed. who just leaves their bunk bed? I don't know, sometimes people <laughs> leave their refrigerators. Just... That makes more sense to leave your refrigerator mm. than your bunk bed. We did leave our bunk bed. Ew! In the cell. I mean, some people like that, so, like, you leave your couch sometimes. Just depends on how you sell. People can negotiate anything. Oh, we left... I mean, like, we sold our couch when we moved. Like, the family was aware that they were having a couch in their house when they moved in. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can literally be like, I'll buy your house, but I really want your bed. Did someone do that? It's different than if... I just thought you meant they just left. We didn't leave the mattress. Like, we... (laughs) I thought you meant you just left the bunk bed without telling them. We left the mattress, all the sheets. And... <laughs> it was already made. We put a doll in it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so early February of 1987, Alan and Debbie brought home a bunk bed that they bought at a secondhand shop. Hmm. Mistake number yeah, one. Already a bad idea. So they assembled the bed in their basement to move up later that May. So the moment that the kids started sleeping in the bed, things get haunted. Mm. Which I don't know why the Sounds kids right. sleeping and it triggered it, but <laughs> like the... you know, like we've been sitting, it's been sitting in the basement for months. But as soon as little Timmy got in it, <laughs> done, <laughs> we're haunted. Imagine it's like that chair. If anyone touches the chair, like you're fine around the chair, but it's the minute you touch the chair mm. that. So maybe you just can't sleep in the bed. Which I don't know why you'd want a bunk bed you can't sleep in, but. Mm. So, a babysitter and Danny had witnessed a chair moving on its own. I think, I believe it was a rocking chair, just rocking on its own. That's really especially creepy. That's just, like, that's it. That's the start of every... But then again, I guess it would be a little more weird if it was, like, my kitchen chair. (laughs) Just, like, (laughs) jumping up and down or, like, moving side to side. Can you imagine if your, like, kitchen chair just started rocking, though? Right. Like, bang, Because at least, like, a rocking chair, I could blame it on the wind or something. Yeah, or, like, your cats or something. Yeah. Or like, oh, I ran past it too fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's your kitchen chair just bam, up. That's, do you think it's the wind? <laughs> it was probably just the wind. Oh my gosh, you know how that thing fell off when last time you were here? That thing just flew off the shelf or whatever? No. Yeah. The, that thing up there, it fell off. Oh, I don't remember that. Yes, you, in the bookshelf. What? And you were like, your things are just flying at me out here when no. I was in my bedroom. Vaguely, I remember it. 
happening. But well, the other day, Keenan and I were like sitting in the living room, and all of a sudden, it just fell off the shelf. <laughs> and I was like, "What just happened?" He goes, "I don't know." But I was like, "Okay." I don't think your level three ghost appreciates that sign uh-uh. very much. I think he's getting stronger. <laughs> he's moved up. He's throwing stuff now. Yeah. Uh, he maybe his room is getting too cold, so he came inside. You know what's really funny to think about is like when you hear stories of like things falling off shelves. It sounds so creepy. Yeah, but then when it happens to you, you're just like, yeah, it's probably the wind. That's weird. I'm like, nah, it probably stepped on the floor somewhere <laughs> that like triggered it. I, I don't know. I'm sure like it starts like that, like people being like, oh, whatever, and then when it's oh, constantly being thrown <laughs> across your room. I mean, if it like. If it, yeah, like, flew across and, like, Hit was over by, like, the chair, then I would be like, hmm. No, because then you'd be like, maybe my cat's moved it. But like, literally, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think I would always come up with something. Like, and I would e- never like, be unless like, unless you watched unless it. Unless I watched it just fly to the other side if of the somebody's room. here, throw the um, picture now. I hope no one's here. I just heard something creak over there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, no, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Can I go, McKaylee? <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So Danny had been in his room or had been in the room next to the bunk bed. And after saying goodnight, his radio turned on by itself and just started changing channels, like flipping through the channels. Ooh. I've had my radio change channels before. I was gonna say, That's too. spooky. Yeah. That was spooky. Did I tell you that story? About yeah. um it was like I woke up at like two something in the morning, like several nights in a row, and one of the times I woke up it was because the radio was, like, going between stations and, like, staticky and then a station mm-hmm. staticky. I was like, that's weird. So I just unplugged it because I didn't want to deal with it. Right. And then I just heard this on my door. Like, on my door. And I was like, oh, hell. So I'm laying in my bed. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. So I waited until it Was this at your house or your apartment? This was at my house in Traverse City. Oh, okay. The haunted one. Okay. So I threw the door open. When it stopped, no one's out there, right? It's, like, pitch black. I'm like, close the door and lock it. I'm like... Okay, I Kennedy. I would have called it together. my mom. <laughs> mom, can you come check oh, on my door? And then I heard, um, um, you know what? It sounds like when like something's scratching on like um, a screen, like a window mm-hmm. screen. I heard that going. I'm like, Jesus. and my dad's like, it's probably the leaves. I'm like, explain the tapping on my door. That wasn't leaves. Yeah, exactly. You're like, how do you explain that? Yeah. So I'm standing by the door and that's going on. I'm like, I'm not going over there. And then it stops. So I go back and lay in my bed. And the minute I laid out in my bed, it was... Ew. I was like, ew. I'm like, I didn't sleep such that a night. Gross sound. Yeah. Because it was very clear, like, someone tapping their hand yeah. on the door. And my bro- my dad's like, it was probably your brother messing with you. I'm like, yeah. Taylor got out of it at three in the morning in the dark to tap on <laughs> that, that door. Like, you won't even walk the garbage to the end of the driveway. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a fun night. Yeah, sounds like it. Funsies. If you guys want to hear more, <laughs> email us. Um, okay, so. He told his parent. Danny told his parents that the dial on his radio was moving, mm-hmm. and they didn't believe him. And he told them that it was hard to sleep because of all the strange noises in his room. Hmm. They didn't believe him. Of Always believe the children. Yeah. Always, unless you your kid's they... a liar. <laughs> Even though it's a little freaky sometimes. I don't trust children for that reason. I'm yeah. like, people are like, why don't you let kids? They just say stuff. They don't have a filter. I'm like, you might see someone with no eyes. You don't tell me that. You don't need to tell me that. (laughs) You can keep that to yourself, Johnny. Yeah. You're the only one. (laughs) So. You're the only one. You say that to your kid. You're the only one. There's a monster under my bed. Well, you're the only one that can see it, so that sounds like a you problem. Figure it out yourself. (laughs) 
Okay. Can you imagine saying that to you? That is not my job. <laughs> Woo, that sucks. Good night. <laughs> so all of the children who had never gotten sick much before just started falling ill all of the time and like had to be taken to the hospital. Uh, Alan was in the basement painting the walls and he took a break for lunch. He placed the paint br- brush on the table and when he came back, the brush was in the paint bucket with the bristles standing up. Yeah, that is just the. That's just wrong. Excuse me. <laughs> now what am I gonna grab? How am I gonna watch yeah. it now? How am I gonna finish painting? Um, and then he saw a shadow run across the basement. Um, at this point, Alan stopped painting. <laughs> like they made I'm a done. note of that. You know what? That's Half painted walls are the new thing. Yeah. Uh, in the basement, one time a window had been removed and put on the floor. But they said there was no sign of robbery, and for you to reach the window, you would have had to put a chair there. Like, there's no way you could get out of the window without mm-hmm. having a chair there. But there was nothing displaced in the basement or the house. Very strange. Uh, Marianne was sleeping in the bed when she woke up and saw a red-eyed witch standing behind her door. She also claimed to see fire in her room. Oh. That just <laughs> fire? That just, like, fire. Yeah, a, a whole, like... It was like one giant leap. Yeah. Can you imagine if your kid's like, there's a witch in my, ro- my room. Go to bed. Okay. Um, it's on fire. Like you just, <laughs> We went from like upside down paintbrushes and radio <laughs> dials moving to a red-eyed witch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, she also developed an imaginary friend who she would talk to and then she would start having nightmares about the imaginary friend. But that doesn't sound like a friend to me. That <laughs> sounds like a bitch. So months later, Danny also saw a fire in the house, and he saw an old woman there. The witch. I don't know. They didn't say red eyes, but Hmm. maybe. The witch. Debbie started noticing things around the house, too, like the garage door would open on its own, and she started suffering from intense nightmares that she never had before. Hmm. Her family didn't like coming over. Like, they're just like, I don't like the feeling of this house. We don't want it. I gotta go. (laughs) Bad juju. (laughs) I'm not vibing. (laughs) The vibes are off. Um, I don't vibe with any of this, so... (laughs) Gotta go. I'm I'm just not vibing with the feeling. (laughs) So, naturally, the family brought in a family pastor uh, who goes, there is an evil presence here. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And then he said that they were victims of the devil... And he's like, there's nothing causing these incidents. You're just cursed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that sucks. Can't do anything about it. So. Maybe if he went to church more. Yeah. <laughs> if you prayed. And he did. starts, like, pushing them. <laughs> Maybe if you read your Bible that's, a little more. That's really what. There's no devil. It's just the priests Go are haunting them. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, pastors and priests haunting people? <laughs> and going, Maybe if you went to church more, you wouldn't be haunted. This wouldn't be happening. <laughs> Hmm. That should be, I feel like that should be a joke horror movie or like a comedy <laughs> show. Uh, I would They're watch like that. scratching on your doors. <laughs> go, go, go. I would totally watch that. Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> That'd be like hey, a, but wait, it's a youth. TM, TM. <laughs> That's our idea. Trademark. Um, but it's you, it's all youth pastors <laughs> that are doing it. And the old people don't like it. Like yeah. the older priest pastors. Like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. They're like, oh, it just seems like we're lying to them. No, 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 no. We're making them believe something that's not true so that they come to church. It's God's will. It's God's will. So doors in the house would open and shut, as they do. Mm-hmm. Strange voices started calling out to people. Uh, they would see glowing shapes around the house. Mm. And ghosts would just randomly appear. Also, another, yeah, another chair and a suitcase just moved on their own. Mm. 
So one night, Debbie's mom was over babysitting because they had to take one of the kids into the hospital. And she saw a pair of red eyes staring at her through a window. <laughs> That's when you're like, yeah, Debbie, your kids are home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's old enough to watch himself. Danny told his mother about a week before Christmas that he wanted to leave. He's like, oh, don't <laughs> get me out of here. She's like, um, it sounds like a you problem. Um, so. Danny, we can't afford to move, <laughs> so maybe you should just close your eyes and not think about it. After Danny said this, Alan goes, says to the ghost, if you want me out, you can fight me. Jesus Christ. Which, I'm Alan. <laughs> but, like... He's like, you know what? You're how, not getting my house, bitches. How does one fight a ghost? <laughs> I don't know, but can you just imagine someone yelling, fight me! In the yard, you'd be like, that's a lot. Isn't that in one of the, um, there's like a parody of, like, paranormal activity or Is something there? like that, I think, and they, like, fight a ghost. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe it's like that one scene in Spongebob where Patrick <laughs> fights the air. <laughs> maybe I'm just mixing up my genre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so they had a priest come in and bless the house. So on January 7th, 1988, Alan returned at 2 a.m. from a late shift. Outside mm, the garage. Likely. Okay, <laughs> Like, let's not throw more. Yeah, gosh. So outside the garage, he heard a howling sound. Like, wind howling. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. Um, and then a voice, he heard a voice talking. It said, hey, come here. Oh, okay. So he's getting his fight. <laughs> Put up or shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the priest. <laughs> Just sitting outside the garage. No. Hey. Bro. <laughs> Bro. He saw two eyes. Okay. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to go check this out. So he went around back, but there, where the voice had come from, but there was no one there. Mm. And he's like, the priests are really fast. You know what? <laughs> Cardio! <laughs> it just died. They just died into a ditch yeah. or something. So then he's like, okay, that's weird. And went back to the garage, but found it on fire. Mm. Uh, so he's like, I'm going to go get a fire extinguisher. He drops his lunch pail and grabs a fire extinguisher. And then he Sorry. goes out. He was holding his lunch pail this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> about that yeah the whole time it's like casually like oh there's a fire there's a, he's like there's a howling outside <laughs> oh someone told me to come here That's why he was, just he was gonna use it as a weapon <laughs> yeah maybe like an old lady in her purse yeah it's his lunch pail so um he runs out to go put the fire out but the fire was gone and there was no signs of damages mm. so he's like oh, weird so he goes back inside to pick up his lunch pail and put it away <laughs> It's like, it's like so important yeah. to the story. So, uh, an entity just grabbed lunch pail and threw it across the room. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it just seems so faint, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. So, after all this, Alan started sleeping in his daughter's room to protect them. When he wasn't in there, they would sleep in their room. And all the kids would follow Debbie around the house. Like, they were afraid to be by themselves in the mm -hmm. house. And... One night, a fog appeared around the house and just called out. Oh, in the room. Sorry. Oh. Okay. In the room. I was like, in the house. Well, around the house. I was like, yeah, eh, no. that's normal. Sorry. A fog. <laughs> um, you guys are pushing it a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, uh, demon or the weather. I don't know. <laughs> While Alan was sleeping in the rooms one night, a fog appeared and just called out, you're dead. 
Lord's movie. <laughs> like Stephen that King's one, <laughs> That's it. That's the one that gets you yeah. the fog. You're like, uh-uh. There's not enough moisture mm-hmm. in this there. <laughs> so Alan asked a family relative to watch the girls one night. And while the relative was there, he was like, he didn't believe in ghosts and stuff. He's like, okay, yeah, super <laughs> <funny> ghost. <laughs> okay. And then a figure appeared by the children when he was there. He's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> uh, your parents will be home soon. I'll <laughs> He's like, that sucks. Uh, unfortunately, it's whoever's left behind. Right. So he, but he does grab all the kids and leaves. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. See, he listens. He, you know. He's like, um, the, the fog said, I'm dead. Yeah. And I said, ah, I'm out. Yeah. So two weeks later, they decided to get rid of the bunk beds. Uh, I've read that they burnt them, but more often, more times I read that they buried them in a landfill where they didn't think hmm. anyone would build a house. Little do they know, three years later, <laughs> they the Smith family. <laughs> so there's been no further incidents. There was no incidents in the house, and they moved out later that year. Wild. And that's the story of the tall men's bunk that beds. That is really strange. Yeah. So it's kind of, it does feel like Amityville. Uh, just a like, bunch of random right, stuff, and then it's and done. Then it's done. They should have, like, I wish they would have, like, tracked down, or I mean, maybe they did, but, like, tracked down, like, who they bought it from. Oh, yeah. But, like, yo, were you experiencing um, any of this, too? So... <laughs> Funny story, that bunk bed. Yeah. Yeah. Good I... question. Uh, can I get my $50 back? <laughs> you go to the, you go to the <laughs> therapy shop. i like to return these. It's been two years. Yeah. And it's and been had love to, yeah. You know what? It felt like 22. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, wild. I love hauntings. I love haunted bunk beds. I love haunted bunk beds. So. My bunk beds are not haunted. <laughs> I don't even want them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, was the Busby chair the one you're talking about? Busby? Yes. Okay. Are you doing the Busby chair? Yeah. <gasps> yes, the haunted chair! I'm so excited because I forgot, like, I know. A ton I of guess, the like, I had heard of it before, and then I was, like, reading it, and, like, this, none of this sounds familiar. I, like, saw the name, and I was like, okay. And then I started reading it, and I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> never heard of this. I'm sorry about it. Uh, okay. Haunted so. chairs. So the this chair. Do you um, guys have not heard of this chair? Yes. Buckle in because this is something my petty ass would do. Yes, you should hear about this chair. <laughs> you should know. Is there multiple haunted? What's that name again? The Busby. Busby Stoop or something? Is it chair? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Okay. Stoop. I think. Um, Stool. I saw something that said stoop. But okay. I, um. So the chair is. I guess. <laughs> sorry. It's just funny because it's like the next line. Oh. Um. The chair is suspended, <laughs> or was, was suspended like bolted to the ceiling at the request of its <laughs> owner to prevent anyone from ever sitting in it, ever again. And ever since then, the museum has never broken its promise in thirty years. They should put it upside down. Yeah. So then there's like no possible way. Yeah. That anyone how did they hang the chair up? I think it's just bolted. No, I mean, like, physically, how did it... Because when you have to touch a chair... To... Um, so, that's a good question, though. <laughs> um, I wonder that myself. I don't... Can you touch it with, like, gloves on? Well, I don't know, because if you sit in it, you're wearing pants. It's not like... <laughs> you are right. You are correct. So, like, um, wouldn't gloves be, like, the same, the same concept? concept? Yeah. <laughs> we should ask. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to hear their Who answer. Who hung it up? It was me. <laughs> we should email. I bet you we could just email the museum somehow. I bet you they have a contact I... and we can. I would love to know. Me I would too. love to, to hear that answer. If you have been to the museum. Yes. I know we have British listeners. It's in yeah. England. 
did you say? Yes. Or the UK. Uh, UK, sorry. If you're from the UK, because <laughs> I know we have UK listeners. So, the chair belonged to Thomas Busby, a thug from North Yorkshire. A thug? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Where's Yorkshire? The plot thickens. Um, good question. I want to say, what's your guess? I say England. I'm not even going to guess. Northern England. Look at you. I know about all the towns in England. <laughs> so, Busby married Elizabeth, who was the daughter of Daniel Awedi. <laughs> We're going to pronounce it that way but i did not look it up eh. surprise surprise uh i mispronounce people's names every single day you know I everyone so mispronounces bad. my name on a daily basis so i really shouldn't feel bad but i get i feel so bad when i call because i'm calling people and i mispronounce their names but like i'm like i don't i'm like i'm trying did i tell you when i went to charter and you have to you know you have to put your name in and they like yell your name out or whatever malachi oh yeah yeah <laughs> tell me the l does not come before like where <laughs> i get my name spelled wrong usually people pronounce it right yeah i don't get how people spell your name Kennedy so wrong. wrong somebody spelled my name i K- get there are different spellings but like once your go-to be k-e-n-n-e-d-y yes. someone spelled it k-y-n-n-e-d-i it's all these kids that like don't know who jfk is probably uh, i said to someone once i was like like the president and they looked at me they're like how do you spell that <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna tell you. You know, I don't want the coffee anymore. <laughs> well, this was in school. I was in, it was in our German class, but yeah. So Awadi was in the business of illegal coining. Wait, and what? Illegal coining. What is illegal coining? I knew you were gonna ask me that. And you didn't look it and up. And we're gonna Google it. <laughs> we're gonna Google it together here now. Pull out your phones with us, folks. <laughs> Everyone, okay. Google. What is it called? I L L illegal. Coining. I'm That's assuming I like, as in India, L as in <laughs> Lima, L as in Lima. I'm assuming like um card counting. But I don't want card I would assume c- it has something to do with like counterfeit. Wait money. a second. Card counting is not illegal. Hmm. Isn't that like a huge thing? I always thought it was illegal because people act like it's an end of the world. <laughs> it, nothing is coming up. Well, if your family member is in the business of illegal yeah, coining. So it's like coin clipping, I think. It says the practice of cutting small pieces from coins. Coins were once made of pure gold and silver and throughout every day. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, what? So you can assemble a pool? Like, what <laughs> <Yeah. point? laughs> like, if we get enough coin pieces, Elizabeth, so. we'll we're have so- a full yeah. coin. Oh my god, coin sorry. probably go unnoticed. The cutting, the cut off pieces would then be melted into a bar and sold to a goldsmith. Throughout history, many illegal activities usually carrying severe penalties, have not been regarded as crimes by the common people. Whole communities would be engaged in smuggling or stealing cargoes washed ashore after nice. a shipwreck. Of course, coining and clipping. My question is, when I would just okay, assume so that really, was illegal. I don't really know, but in the article it said, coining is an excellent example of how, much, how such a serious crime could be integrated into daily life. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's literally just, it's basically like, counterfeiting oh because you're like, like bad counterfeiting back in the day yeah i guess <laughs> the original counterfeiters i mean yeah this is in like the 1600s so yeah i mean that's clever 1700s how do you clip a coin okay you know we don't have time we don't have time you know um i would like to know I wish you, if you know how to clip coins ours aren't as valuable anymore but yeah people are like it's not even worth it but i just want to know how they did it in the past because it's not like 
They have the same tools we have. Right. Because I'm like, okay, I'm sure we have something. But, like, the 1600s, like... I mean, you're, like, clipping gold. Like, yeah, it's not like you can pull out some nail clippers and <laughs> clip a piece of them. <laughs> gold. You don't think your scissors are going to work? You get gold flex. <laughs> you're like, so we'll have enough. Yeah. <laughs> Like how you're like, so they can one day assemble <laughs> a whole coin. Which is funny because that's essentially what they did. They just because they melted right, it down. They melted but it like, down. but it's because it's easier to steal a little piece yeah. and, and go unnoticed than it would be to take a whole coin. Because I'm just yeah. imagining them like gluing right pieces together, like, trying to bring it in. Like we have a whole one, guys. <laughs> the whole community we can buy a loaf of bread. Yes. So, I guess, yeah, he was in this business, and Busby became his partner in crime. So, this is his, like, father-in-law. They're now, like, you know, nice. criming together. Doing all yes. kinds of... We call that Doing bonding. all kinds of crime. Yeah. You know, every year, every day. Casual. Activities. Um, Just dudes being dudes. So, at some point after their crime affair began, <laughs> so they got in an argument for unknown <gasps> reasons earlier in the day. Um, so they were saying, they, you know, it could be related to the business, yeah, or Elizabeth, you know, anything, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but apparently this was common between the two. They had a pretty... Well, uh, they're a bunch of coin-clipping thugs. Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> not to speak down on the coin-clipping community, but... We can't talk down on this guy, okay? He apparently... Come at has me. ...has some powers. I'm, I'm pretty sure he put them all into the chair. <laughs> so, later that day, though, Busby... Returned home to find Oeddy waiting for him, threatening to take Elizabeth home with him. Ooh. I'm taking my daughter because you are. You're she's a like, scoundrel. She's a grown ass woman. She's like, Dad, no. Dude. <laughs> Busby's mood immediately worsened when he found Oeddy was sitting in his favorite chair. And it, he forcibly removed him and threw him out. But it didn't end there. I just. Apparently. It's <laughs> just, just so stupid. Right. It's so stupid like your father-in-law like i feel like people deal with that every day like your father like you're not getting along with your in-laws you know what i mean like that's really yeah what it was you're about. not getting in like and they're sitting in your like, chair you imagine, it's not yeah. like he's like yes i'm sitting in your chair like rubs his butt yeah. all over like <laughs> thomas yeah like no he's literally just like he just happened to be for sitting you. in the chair waiting for you to get home and this just like irked this man to yeah know <laughs> Um, to be fair, that's not what it is when you have siblings. Yeah. We're like, get out of my chair. <laughs> really, really boiled his butt, okay? And so he didn't let it go. And that night, uh, apparently still very angry over this chair. Probably not just, just the chair. But I can just I mean. imagine him, like, sitting in another chair, looking at his chair, and just being like, he sat in my chair. I could never sit he in this chair. in my chair. Like, he's not even mad about the daughter being taken right, in the chair. The chair. So this is where it starts to get a little dark. He grabbed a hammer, stormed over to his home, and bludgeoned him to death. Seems very warranted. That's yeah. not even the story I heard. That's way worse. Oh. Oh my gosh. I just thought he got in a bar fight with someone. No, that's uh, I mean, that's not what this article said. But... <laughs> that is so intense. Yeah. And so he attempted to hide his body in the woods, but upon the disappearance of Oweti, a local search began, and they found his body pretty quickly. Yeah, I, and, I can imagine. Uh, um, it doesn't really go on to explain why or how they knew, but Busby was arrested and charged with murder. Probably because he was sitting in his chair with a bloody he hammer. He probably admitted it, yeah. He's like, like, I did it. I did it, that son of a bitch was sitting <laughs> in my chair. I don't know. Yeah, so the summer of 1702, Busby tra was tried, and his punishment was to be gibbeted? Is that a, is that a word? Uh, yes, but I can't remember. Is that um, is that when they put you in... Well, hang on. 
i.e. hung from a gibbet, his body dipped in tar, and his remains displayed on a stoop attached to the gibbet in full view of his inn. I, oh, okay, his inn. So it was a chair at his inn? Yes. Maybe that's why I thought it was just a bar. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. A gibbet. Yeah, it's, it's like where they have the nooses hanging and like. Right. They use them a lot during the witch trials, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, he was hung from the gibbet and then his body was dipped in tar and his remains were displayed on a stoop, which. That seems pretty. I feel like I, I might tell my, like, if I die, dip me in tar and like display me somewhere, man. I'm dead already, man. Actually, no. Better yet, stuff me. (laughs) And then then hang me somewhere. I want to be a scarecrow. (laughs) Give me your Halloween decoration. I give you permission to put me away, except for like October 1st, October 31st. You're like, like if it makes you like a stuffed dog, but it's a human. Can you imagine walking up to someone's house and being like, oh, <laughs> good human. Yeah. Like, good, you you really got me in here talking. You're like, no, no, no that's, 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 that's my dead That friend. was really my, my friend. <laughs> that was my but... friend. Her dying was yeah. supposed to be Halloween decoration. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. They're like, I have to. You become that person really <laughs> right. fast. I'm pretty sure that'd be investigated by the police. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's like written in my will, though. <laughs> They're like, like, well, can't argue that. I don't want her here, but she started haunting me. <laughs> Uh, so one version recounts how Busby was granted his last wish, which was to have a final drink at his own inn and sit in his chair. Mm. Um, <laughs> what is the chair? Yeah, this guy in this chair, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even, do you have a favorite chair? Actually, that chair right there is my favorite chair. Okay, is your favorite, but it's not but like it's you're not, like, I died for this chair. I would chair. never, no, I would not give my life for the chair. Yeah, no. like, I have never sat in a chair so comfortable. I don't think I love anything <laughs> I don't love anything so much that I would kill because someone so much has touched it. Yeah, no. Somebody um, touched This guy was oh my God. something else. He is a passionate man. <laughs> so this version goes on that, like, upon leaving his inn to make his final journey back to the execution site, he curses the chair, <laughs> declaring that death would come shortly to anyone that sat in it or touched it, whatever. Um, and then the other version tells how Busby drunkenly shouted out the cursed while he was being taken to the gibbet to be hung. So, either way, he curses the chair and says, yeah. whoever sits in it <laughs> is gonna die. I like the one, I like it, so, him being sound of mind and doing it. Right. Like, <laughs> drunkenly yelling it out, I've probably done that. Right. But, but like, <laughs> being like, this is real. He's completely aware of what yeah. is. <laughs> so, this chair, supposedly... Has had several victims. Wait, isn't this just like a wooden chair, too? It's not like it's... It literally looks like the chair you're sitting yeah, in. Yeah, you guys. It's literally like a wooden kitchen chair. Like, yeah. it's not like a comfy, it's, like... It's not a lazy boy. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, it wasn't like the comfiest chair in all of the yeah, UK. No, it was literally like a Like a chair, chair you could buy at Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, that just makes it all the better. So, the chair's first victim... Was a chimney sweep who sat in the chair with his friend while having a drink in 1894. And he never made it home. Wait, that's a long time. Yeah, there wasn't much between that. So, so I People just know. now, they like the pass it on and then suddenly he was like, I don't believe in ghosts. Or it's like, I'm just thinking like someone, did someone just not sit in this chair for a hundred years? Yeah, so the first like known victim okay. of the chair. Well, it's possible that they just didn't have very good records of people that died after sitting yeah. in that chair. It's not like they followed up be like, hey, did you say Tim? Well, it's probably like no one 
really like believed it until like the 18th person then they were like <laughs> you know it's kind of weird that everyone keeps dying after this <laughs> the chair. Even, do you guys check up on uh, martha last week she sat in that chair <laughs> Yeah, no one's heard from her. Uh, mm. Another one bites the dust. Yes, you I'm know sorry. what? She was getting kind of up there, though. <laughs> like, they just, like, pass it off. So, uh, yes, this chimney sweep, he never made a home after sitting in the chair. Uh, he was completely ine- inebriated and laid in the road to sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Which I, like, wouldn't doubt. Like, there are some people do some crazy Yeah, like, things, I've been so. at the point where, like, I'm just laying down and taking a nap here. I would never sleep in the road. No, I think I'd lay up I next would. to the road. Yeah. I mean, I would at least know that the road's not comfortable, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> this dirt patch is much better, dude. Yeah. So, Who's the friend that just left him there? <laughs> well, the next morning, his body was found hanging from the post next to the gibbet. His death was ruled as a suicide. But in 1914, the friend with whom he was with, um, and had spent his last hours with, admitted on his deathbed to having robbed and murdered his friend. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, not saying he didn't. Maybe he wanted the curse to be real so yeah. much that he's like, he's like waiting and he's like, this guy fell asleep in the road and he still didn't die? He's like, God, I just gotta kill him myself. <laughs> what? My question is, if he was just going to rob him, why didn't he just rob him when he passed out on the street and be like, dude, I don't know, no, you went home on exactly, your own. Exactly, but that's why I'm saying he wanted this chair curse yeah, to be real. Yeah, I don't know. He this... was waiting for him to die, and he didn't. And, like, he's like, <laughs> it's okay, like I my just man... got to do it myself, I guess. It's like my man Michael Malloy when he, like, they kept trying to kill him and they just couldn't. Have you heard yeah. that story? Yeah, maybe. That's my favorite. They, like, tried to kill this dude, like, eight times, and they had, like, life insurance and policies on him, and he just kept coming into the <laughs> bar, and he's like, pour another one of that. He's like this Irish dude that, like, had no friends or family. It was during the Depression. He never paid his tab. So they're like, we're just going to kill him. And he'd show up, like, he's like, I woke up in the hospital with the weirdest headache. Like, they're feeding him, like, antifreeze. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, nails. That is funny. Oh my God, it's my favorite story. I mean, it's awful, but it's funny. Um... Yeah, so I really do think that this man was just like, maybe this set the path for this chair. Afterwards, yeah, like, maybe. Wow. Maybe he's cursed the chair. Right. So during the Second World War, the pub became a popular drinking spot for the airmen, and the airmen would like dare each other to go sit in the chair, you know, as yeah. as one does. And those who took up the challenge never returned from their missions. Hmm. In 1968, two airmen dared each other to sit in the chair. They both did. And on the way back to the airfield, their car left the road and crashed into a tree. And they both died on the way to the hospital. I mean, you are leaving a bar, so (laughs) true. Um, But listen, it's the chair. It's the chair. We don't believe in facts here. Yeah. In the 1970s, yeah. This is a pretty long-lasting curse. Oh, yeah. but You know what? I bet he was a witch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm. It's almost like does he like pick and choose who his victims are? Because maybe there was only like well the, this one guy and then the two airmen and then I guess a few airmen that never returned from their missions. Yeah, in like <laughs> a lot of years. Maybe it was like a bunch of people. They had re- like it was kind of like they weren't weird circumstances. Like he went to home. He went home and died in his sleep. So they didn't connect didn't it with the connect, chair because really that was. could happen. Yeah, that's true. Whereas like these are kind of weird coincidences. Yeah. Or maybe he just picked on people that reminded him of yeah. his father-in-law. He's like, I hate this he's thing. like, I know you. I know your type. Mm-hmm. You'd sit in my chair. <laughs> or maybe sit, it's he's like, sitting in the chair. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> maybe it's more of like not because like a lot of these they dare each other to sit yeah. in the chair and stuff. Maybe it's more people that like. 
make the joke don't out respect of it, him. then yeah, the knows that like kind of accidentally sent the chair. Because that'd be like the father-in-law, like a respect thing. Yeah, it's like it's my chair. I right. said that you can sit in my chair, but not 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 like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why in the first like hundred years, yeah. nothing happened. I don't know. Everyone's just like, can I? S-? Maybe they ask. Maybe it's like Robert yeah. the Bell. You have to get yeah, permission. Yeah, ask. Can, can I? Can I sit here? Nothing happened. Like, okay. I think it's good. I think it's good. And you have to sit proper in it. You can't, like, right, you can't lounge. <laughs> so in the 70s, the chair claimed a number of victims. Ooh. Uh, there was a cleaning lady who was diagnosed with a brain tumor after knocking into the chair. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. Didn't even like, listen, really touch it. Listen. Listen, Tommy. Yeah. Back off. That's just rude. I know. <laughs> we were just saying that this kind of ruins our theory about the... <laughs> Wait, why did they... I'm sorry. Why did they keep the chair? Why did someone just burn well, it? Here. Oh, sorry. So, wow, I'm just getting like, there. I am like really like jumping like ten steps <laughs> yeah, ahead of you this entire time. Uh, a number of cyclists and motorcyclists who suffered fatal road accidents near the pub. Yikers! There was a hitchhiker who was run over after having spent two nights at the pub. They, I mean, some of these, it's like they don't even say anything about them actually yeah. sitting in the chair. But I'm assuming that's what that they were getting at. Yeah. That they touched the chair at some point. There was a local man who died of a heart attack shortly after sitting in the chair. A group of builders having a drink at the pub had convinced the youngest in their group to sit in the chair, which is just kind of rude if you ask me, but whatever. Um, Yeah. As the youngest in the group, you're like, you're just going to do what they want you to do. Yeah, get the oldest to do it because he's got less time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You've lived your life, man. This poor kid had his whole life. (laughs) Uh, He's probably like youngest by like two years. Right. So we're like, they're still like six. They're all sixty. So. Yeah. Um, That's what I would do. That's my dying wish. I want to sit in that chair. <laughs> Back at the site, um, this man fell through the roof of the building and landed on the concrete ground below. Ouch. And this death, death like proved to be the final straw for the pub owner. <laughs> He's like, you know what I've had it. Yeah. And so he banished the chair to the cellar. Ooh. And again, like you said, maybe they just like weren't connecting it yeah. until a certain point. Because it's like, why would they just burn years? it? years? But then they're like, right, but there's only really been, I mean, maybe 10. So yeah, they, I and I mean, you could just be like, you know, think weird things happen yeah. around, you know. But maybe he was finally like, maybe he read something, you know, like. He's like, he Busby's, cursed that chair. Busby's like dying. <laughs> No, it's in the, like, uh, the records. Like, they keep their last words or whatever. Yeah. And it says, like, my chair will kill. And he's like, oh, oh. that's why oh. everyone has been dying. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he puts the chair in the cellar. and like I said to do? Yes. 300 years But ago. then still, Ooh. a delivery man from the brewery was in the cellar one day when he decided to try out the chair. And just for funsies, or he was tired and was like, I'm going to sit down. Know, he just saw a chair, and he was like, hmm. If I saw a chair alone in the basement, I'd be like, is that broken? <laughs> what is wrong with But honestly, like, be creeped out more than anything. Yeah, I wouldn't sit in it. But he commented to the owner that it was far too comfortable to be left down there. <gasps> yeah. But. So if Thomas was on something with his comfy chair. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was killed shortly afterwards when his van went off the road. And... So finally, our man's was like, you know, maybe this chair is a bad idea. <laughs> Altogether. And maybe even having it in a cellar is not good. <laughs> so despite it being like a profitable tourist attraction to them, because of course <laughs> people come just to see this chair. Yeah. I he, would. He <laughs> um, decided that it was too dangerous, which actually this kind of makes it a little more believable because it's like a, he could have been profiting off this chair, but yeah. he's like actually scared of it. Yeah. 
So he, in 1978, donates it to the Thirst Museum. Yes. And they have then suspended it to the ceiling so that no one can sit in it. But watch me try. Maybe they, like, threw rope around it and, like, grabbed the ends of the rope and hoisted it Yeah, they could. I would love to, like... I feel like... But I feel like Thomas would like that either. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to email them and figure out what to... Yeah. But yeah, I guess people even, like... Like, taunt them and beg them. And, like, oh, I can them imagine. Money and yeah. stuff to, like, sit in it. And they're like, no. No. It's not going to be done. You Do you think anyone, like, me? has, like, applied to have a job there and started working just so they could touch it when no one was around? <laughs> moves. To, if you're in the UK, moves to Yorkshire just to do that. Just to do it. I feel like I've heard about the Yorkshire accent before. Maybe. I wonder if it's, like, a... I used to live in Yorkshire. In... Uh, Yorkshire Commons in Mount Pleasant. Michigan. Oh, <laughs> it's an apartment complex. I thought you meant we we're gonna say in Chicago somewhere. Chicago, oh. Chicago. Wait, is that the end I of the story? Also, used to live in um, Buckingham Place. Wow, fancy. <laughs> I used to live in Buckingham Palace. I've stayed in Paradise before. Wow, look at us. I know. I've been to Paris. Ooh, <laughs> I've been to Mexico and Peru. <laughs> wait, did you like really go to Mexico? No. <laughs> oh, wait, where are we talking? In Michigan. There's a Mexico in Michigan. It might be in Indiana. It might be over the line. There's a Mexico and a Peru. I need to go. Down. That was actually very believable. I was like, wait, you went to Mexico? <laughs> I've been to Germany. Well, I knew that. I've been but... to Little Bavaria, <laughs> which all the Germans told me is not like Germany. And then I went to regular Bavaria. It's very similar. <laughs> Just less German. <laughs> Do I tell you my favorite experience in Germany? Um, I probably have. Sorry. Yeah, that was a lot story, oh, okay. sorry, but... Yeah, my favorite thing that happened in Germany was um, I was in the Hofbräuhaus, which is, like, this huge beer hall, mm-hmm. and it's, like, right by, like, a bunch of touristy stuff, like, mm-hmm. shops or whatever, and so I walked out, I'm like, oh, I need to go pick this up for my brother or something, and this guy in Lederhosen standing on a box with, like, an accordion thing goes, you need to go back inside! I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what is happening? I don't know why, but that just reminded me of, like... What's that guy in um in Frozen? Yeah, he's like yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo, big 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 Imagine that guy, <laughs> but with like a accordion going. You need to go back inside. I was like, awesome. who are you? Anyways, spooky. I want to find out more about the share. Yeah, I really want to know how they got it up there. Yeah, so we'll send we'll send an email and let you guys know. Yes. <gasps> Hopefully, the email is back and we can screenshot it and then we'll put it on Instagram. Insta. Speaking of Instagram, go check out ours. Yes. Sideways. It's. <laughs> we love sideways. I don't even know what our Instagram is anymore because we never say it, but I feel like we should at some if point. If you need to know, check out the website. Check out the website that Michaela's not proud of. I am proud of it. <laughs> I just made a comment that you, you do talk about how proud you are of it. Because I'm proud time. of it. That, I'm like a mom and her children, yeah. except for I, I mean, actually. It's how much I talk about the cats, so yeah. I understand. All right. Um, our website, instead of sleeping podcast.wordpress.com. That has all of the links to our social media, but you could probably search them by searching instead of sleeping podcast or a variant of that. Mm-hmm. Just make also... sure that you're not accidentally looking at the band's website. Or... Well, you could look at the band. Let's promote them. You know what? Shout out. Check to out instead, instead of sleeping, sleeping the, band. the band. They're based in New York, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I think they're active. I think they're doing concerts again, so that's fun. But if you can't find us always on the website, or you can just email us at instead of sleeping podcast at gmail. Yeah, we love when I we fuck that up. Instead of sleeping podcast at gmail.com. Got it. Okay. We love, love those of you that email us. Gosh. I love getting messages. It's my day. Yeah. Even though I don't get enough. Guys. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. Excuses. Even if you're just like, you suck. Makili loves those ones. Even if you tell me, yeah. <laughs> those are actually her favorite. How annoying I am. If you literally just want to send us cat pictures. And then I'm not funny. It's yeah, actually better. Just send us cat pictures. I love it. I'll send you pictures of my little kitties. Yeah. Yesterday you was Mowgli's. You can see a picture of shoes. Oh. My cat. Yesterday was Mowgli's gotcha day. Gotcha? Oh. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. Oh, is he one or two? He is a little over one, one. but that was his, like, yeah. year. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. We gotta go, because Michaela's about to cry no, about her cat. Gosh, it's me.